At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What does every grocery store aisle now have in common? Products that come in paper packaging. And we don't just mean the obvious ones like cereal boxes and juice cartons. From beauty products to boxed water, there are more opportunities to go paper-tarian than ever before. So why should you? Because paper comes from a renewable resource and can be recycled up to seven times. Simply put, it's the smart choice for the environment. And it turns out, the easiest choice for you. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash papertarian. This is VSIN's Big Bets with Dave Ross and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. We are back. Hour number two of Big Bets here on VSIN, Dave Ross and Danny Burke. And Danny, I just, I'm, um, I think Minnesota just got another touchdown against the Q's. Uh, Tanner Morgan now in at quarterback for the Golden Gophers. This is not good for yours truly. It's a hell of a catch if it stands. We're going to find out if it stands. So right now it's 7-0 Minnesota. This was a third and long. That's going to stand, kids. That's going to be a touchdown for the Golden Gophers. It's going to be if I know what a catch is anymore, and I don't. I I truly do not know, Danny. We had this issue yesterday with it. (laughs) Surviving the ground, I don't know, but it looks like it's going to be a touchdown, 13-0. It is under review Right now, so we'll take a look at that in those live numbers as they change, but not looking good for my orange so far in this first half. I do want to look to the NFC and the AFC here. When you look at the odds, really, in the, in the futures market here, for teams that have a realistic shot to get all the way uh, possibly to play for that sticky Lombardi, as Bryant McFadden uh, likes to say. And I just wonder, Danny, when you look at the teams that really have a shot, is it more in the AFC or in the NFC? Like, I think the NFC is top-heavy. You've got the Eagles, and you're waiting on Jalen Hurts. By the way, he practiced today. Just a little nugget out there for Eagles backers. And, you know, people might be wondering why. Well, the Eagles have not wrapped up that number one seed. And the Vikings, because they just refused to lose, are right there at 12-3. and Now, the Eagles did beat the Vikings, so they have the inside track to the number one seed, meaning they just have to win one of the last two games. Not only do they win the East, but they wrap up the one seed. Now, they're playing the Saints coming in on Sunday. When you look at the NFC, Danny, very quickly – 
How many teams realistically do you think can represent the conference to play for the Lombardi trophy? I think it's the same amount it's been for probably, uh, I don't know, maybe the last month and a half or so. And I think that's two teams, Dave, and wow. I'm sorry to say, but your Dallas Cowboys are not making the list. They're, oh. they're right in that third spot because it has to be the Eagles, which is the obvious choice. And then it has to be the San Francisco 49ers. Now I get it. It's Brock Purdy. I'm someone who bet the 49ers when they were plus 550, like two weeks before Jimmy Garoppolo got injured. So I was bummed out. I was depressed. You know, I thought I had a really great bet because it was a bet on the on the fact that the NFC was so wide open, like you said, top heavy, and the 49ers could at least get there. And then I could hedge or do whatever at that point if they were to face the Philadelphia Eagles. But lo and behold, Brock Purdy is the second coming of Tom Brady, and this dude has just been lighting it up. And the reason for that is because Kyle Shanahan, the way he schemes, you can have an experienced quarterback with plenty of reps like Brock Purdy, four years at Iowa State, to step into the mix and really conduct that offense in a viable manner because you have so many great weapons surrounding you. Christian McCaffrey in the mix. Uh, I know they're talking about what Elijah Mitchell coming back, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, and you're waiting for Debo Samuel too. yet, even without some of those guys, they're still doing such a good job. I mean, Kyle Shanahan isn't just randomly picking Mr. Irrelevant Brock Purdy. No, he is carefully picking the dudes he wants in the backup position so they can hopefully seamlessly fit in, which he has done. And let's not forget, they have arguably the best defense in the NFL. So that's why I still think because of all the surrounding pieces and because you're not necessarily an air air raid offense where you need him to make dynamic throws downfield, it's relying on your other weapons to have the success. That gives them life. We know why the Eagles have life. And Dave, uh, I I think we can know why the Cowboys may not. It's because, in my opinion, Mike McCarthy is your head coach. Still don't necessarily (laughs) trust him. And the volatility of Dak Prescott. I want to root for the guy because you can see instances where he has that talent. But you very well know in these important games, he just falters a lot of times. And I don't know if you can rely solely on Tony Pollard and Ezekiel Elliott against the defense in the San Francisco 49ers. Now, the Eagles' run defense is their weakest part of their team, but for San Francisco, they're built very well all throughout. So that's why I give the 49ers the nod on the field and with the coach. You know, it's very interesting, and I I agree with everything you said right there. The Cowboys are 11-1 to to win the Super Bowl because of that pathway, right? Unless the Eagles somehow sputter down the stretch, and you know I don't see that happening because they got the Saints on Sunday, then they have the Giants to round it out. Both those games, by the way, in Philadelphia. So you can understand why the Cowboys are 11-1 because more than likely they're going to have to play an extra game, which will, by the way, be in, what, three weeks uh, against the Buccaneers is what it looks like if the if seeds hold at, at four and five seeds. The Vikings are the team I want to talk about a little bit. I know they're 28-1 to win the Super Bowl, and that does not seem possible. But, you know, we talk about coaches like Chip Kelly in college football that get labels. I feel like Kirk Cousins has gotten a bad label for whatever reason, right? I know, you know, you look at it, and the the Colts scored 33 points against this defense in the first half. Okay, the Giants scored 28 points against this defense last week. They don't score 28 against anybody. So, really, I look at what hinders the Vikings, and it's really the defense. But yet, the conversation is always Kirk. Kirk's not good enough. Are you kidding me? Justin Jefferson can't catch those passes by himself, right? So is the public, do they not understand that Kirk Cousins, whatever you think of him, you got to give them a lot of credit for overcoming a bad defense and winning 14 games to this point. I mean, like to me, that's actually stunning what they've been able to accomplish. 
he's an easy guy to pick on. That's why he gets the short end of the stick so often, Dave, because back before he started having success with the Vikings the past couple of seasons, statistically speaking, you know, he did some goofy things. He kind of looks like, you know, a suburban dad out there when he's walking <laughs> into pregame and everything. But, you know, now they're glowing him up on the planes. He's got the chains on. He's dancing along. So, look, no, Kirk is one of the more efficient passers in the game, especially when it comes to utilizing play action. And that's the big thing, too, because you have so many weapons. You find have an offensive coach in Kevin O'Connell, hence why they've taken a step forward from when it was Mike Zimmer, who was just awful. A big thing, too, is a lot of times they start trailing if they can't get that run game established because Dalvin Cook can be pretty volatile. But if he gets going, then the offense is virtually limitless because that opens up the door even more so for the play action. But you nailed it, Dave. I mean, the defense is a nightmare. And we knew that was going to be an issue coming into this season. At least that's what I was saying. I remember I was saying, you know, the offense will keep them in the games. As long as the defense doesn't completely crumble, they should win a lot. And that's why over eight and a half wins was one of my favorite bets heading into the year. And it's, it clearly has not been sweat free if you've been betting Minnesota in any capacity. <laughs> that is because of the defense. So you're right. I mean, Kirk in the offense gives them a chance in the postseason. Realistically, their defense will be the reason that they lose. But I, I did want to ask you one thing, though, and this is – Kind of, kind of crazy, and it may be dumb, but based on pure value, Dave, would you rather take Tampa Bay? And objectively speaking, for you, would yeah. you rather take Tampa Bay twenty-eight to one or Dallas eleven to one? I know the Bucks have been a complete and utter nightmare, but Tom Brady in the postseason oh, yeah. with the division win—I don't know. I mean, I know our producer Steph likes it; she's a big Tom Brady fan. So, uh, what do you? What would you make of that? Uh, it's hard to argue with that. Look, I, as a Cowboy backer here, and I do have some tickets on the Cowboys. A little bit longer shot back when they were twelve to one. Not very much off the number now. So, I do have some of those tickets, but. Look, if you're a Cowboy fan and you've got a Cowboy ticket like I do, don't tell me you're not nervous about playing Tom Brady in that first round of the postseason. Absolutely, there's a lot of trepidation there. I will say this very quickly. I got ahead of myself. The Vikings have 12 wins. They could win 14. They could go 14-3 and three if they win out, which would be astounding for Kirk Cousins. But, yeah, Danny, I mean, I, I don't bury the Bucs. I never do because the greats are the greats. It's why Aaron Rodgers has the Packers in position to still possibly get a wild card spot. Who thought that was possible five weeks ago? Nobody, right? So they have the ability to do more with less. And if you've watched the Buccaneers, they are, I don't know if they're still just statistically the worst rushing team in the NFL, but they're one of them. Their offensive line is awful. And yet Tom Brady has figured out a way to get this team to, I know seven and eight's no great shakes, but still to possibly win a division, possibly win out and go nine and eight, have a winning record, with a, a, a team as anemic offensively as the Buccaneers are. So I never discount the greats, and he absolutely still is that. I would take the Cowboys, if you ask me the question, at 11-1 over the Buccaneers at 28-1, but I, that could look really foolish come playoff time if Tom Brady somehow figures out a way to get a running game going and they can patchwork that offensive line together because they will be dangerous. They're still going to be a tough out no matter what. To the AFC side of this equation, is it really the big two, Buffalo, Kansas City, and then you kind of look at and say, well, is Cincinnati still in that conversation? I don't know, Danny. Is it a two-horse race in the AFC? Because you only have two in the NFC that you truly like. I honestly would stack it, and I know we're going to find out based on Monday this is going to change, but Dave, I think my power ratings in the AFC have to go Cincinnati, Kansas City, Buffalo. 
I mean, how can you not put Cincinnati above Kansas City? Wow. Joe Burrow overcame Patrick Mahomes twice last year, coming from behind, one of them on the road in the postseason. Then they beat him again this year. Cincinnati actually has a defense. They did not get stopped by Kansas City in the regular season game this year once. Like, Cincinnati's defense stopped Mahomes a couple times, forced the turnovers. That's why they ended up winning. The Chiefs' defense couldn't stop anything. They are Swiss cheese out there. Russell Wilson had his best game of the year in one of the worst offenses against Kansas City and almost blew, what, a 27 to nothing lead? Now, I know we can pick and prod with Kansas City. Look, again, I still have them top two, but Joe Burrow has overall better weapons, I would argue, right now. I think that could be a legit statement. Better running back situation. You have T. Higgins, Tyler Boyd, and Jamar Chase. Okay. You lose Tyree Kill, arguably the most, or I was going to say dynamic, which is speediest <laughs> receiver in the NFL. He certainly is. In the defense, you get the nod. The coaching, you absolutely do not, and that's what scares you. But again, they've already overcome them three times. As for Buffalo, Josh Allen clearly dealing with an injury with his arm this whole season. Their offense goes in spurts. Their defense is very good, but in the postseason, you really want to have to rely on a running game to control possession. The Bills don't necessarily have that. Now, it's slightly been improving, but I haven't seen it incredibly in an efficient amount. That's why they're number three. So I go Cincy, Casey, and Buffalo as a legit three contenders. So again, way. for the record, Danny Burke, Bengals, number one power rating in the in the AFC. Yeah, it's got to be. Hey, look, I don't like it because of the Zach Taylor factor, but hey, they, they've proven us yeah. wrong. I mean, last year and this year, I think they'll do it again. Proof's in the pudding. By the way, Syracuse just missed a wide open receiver for a touchdown. That's okay. We're going to let that slide. Uh, third down for Cuse. They're down 14 nothing now. That touchdown did stand about four minutes ago before we hit halftime there. When we come back, Mike Pritchard's going to join the program. All Pritch's inside of the NFL is going to be awesome. Come on back. Big bets here on Visa. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Hey, guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. we got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair or to have hair plugs? 
I don't think either are embarrassing if you're not trying to conceal it and act like you didn't. Okay, so you think if you just come out and go, I got hair plugs. Yeah, like check out these hair plugs. I mean, don't just walk around, hey, tapping, <laughs> hey, hey, stranger, I don't want you thinking this is natural. You know, but I mean, <laughs> do you, you have to do that with everyone you meet? Some people try to act like they, uh, you know what I mean. Yeah, but I mean, like, like John Cena got it. You know, when John Cena came back to wrestling, he had a bald spot, and now he doesn't. Mm-hmm. You think he should be required in all interviews to say, look, by the way, I covered up my bald spot? Yeah, I guess it's weird. I mean, you don't wear a sign or like put a sign in your yard, but. All right, so what about toupees? Those are the most obvious. I but let's like. say you're like Bill Self and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. Though. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. VSIN's Big Bets with Dave Ross and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. College bowl season is unfortunately here for Syracuse football fans, and VSIN has you covered. We've got picks, spreads, and totals for every single bowl game. Head to VSIN.com, check out our bowl betting coverage while you're there. Now is a great time to become a VSIN Pro subscriber. For just $79, you get access to everything we do from now through the big dance. Visit VSIN.com. And you go to VEASAN.com slash subscribe for all of your bowl betting coverage. Because I am very frustrated, Danny Burke, watching Syracuse. Dino Babers punting from the 50 on fourth and one. Down 14 nothing at the uh, about two and a half minutes to go here. But it looks like uh, Minnesota will have a first down. Forget it. I, we can't get a stop. We being Syracuse, this first half is going Tragically awful for Syracuse Packers. Let's get to our guy, Mike Pritchard. Of course, he is the host of Easton's Pro Football Blitz. Follow him on Twitter as I do at MI Pritchard. Pritchard, look, you won a national championship at Colorado. Yeah. You didn't play in the pinstripe big bad boy mowers bowl. <laughs> but like, what's going on here? Are these teams, we have to look for motivational factors here? Because I'm looking at Syracuse going, what is this effort that I'm seeing or lack thereof in the first half? Yeah, we did play in the Freedom Bowl before oh. back-to-back Orange Bowl situations for national championships, right? Uh, great to be with you, uh, by the way, Danny and, and Dave. But uh, the Freedom Bowl was a celebration. We were in L.A. kicking it. Uh, <laughs> Magic Mountain, Disneyland. I mean, every activity, <laughs> sneaking out past curfew. I mean, we're in L.A., right? right. So, yeah, I, I think uh, tread lightly when you're betting these bowl games because a lot of times these coaches, they don't implement any type of game planning, uh, walkthrough at best, uh, and, and certainly uh, a time to kind of celebrate the season. Yeah. And, uh, you know, one other thing before we move on to the NFL, Mike, yeah. just talking about kind of the mindsets. And I know that it's different in this era with the transfer portal and players opting out and all of that. But if you could kind of speculate, say a team, for example, like last night we had Arkansas and Kansas and a lot of people like Kansas. And granted, they were able to cover if you had them over two in the hook. Right. Um, right. With Arkansas, a team that's certainly more talented, but a lot of guys opted out. When those guys who are still remaining on the team, do you think they see that as an opportunity to shine and take advantage and kind of rally around that? Maybe sometimes we overreact to some of these guys opting out when we're betting bowl games? Well, I think so. I, You know what? The opportunity is there, but uh, I'll pull back the curtain. The better opportunity is in spring ball, right? So one of the things as players, you don't want to get hurt in a bowl game because in a few weeks, you're going to be teeing it up for spring ball. 
Uh, and then if there's chances to win a position, if, if there's a chance to compete, then you're not going to do that. You're not going to put everything on the line uh, during bowl season. Uh, and so that's why, you know, tread lightly when it comes to betting these bowl games. And, and I think if you try to understand cultures in college football too, like Kansas trying to change the culture or be consistent, you know, they're going to put more emphasis on spring ball too. And I think there's a number of those uh, situations uh, in college football each and every year. I, I pay zero attention uh, to the bowl games uh, outside of uh, the college football playoff, obviously. But now we're going to get expansion, uh, and therefore the college football playoff has more meaning to, Talk, to me anyway. Yeah, absolutely. Talking to a man who's been to the pinnacle, winning a national championship at Colorado. So, again, very important things to, to think about here before you make those wagers. And some of these games that are not – uh, really with value, certainly in the yeah. uh, prospects of winning a national championship. Uh, let's get to the Thursday night game here with the Cowboys against the Titans. And, Pritch, I'm, I was stunned when I saw the news today that Joshua Dobbs is going to be the starting quarterback tonight for the Tennessee Titans. I know it's a meaningless game for them, for Mike Vrabel, because it all comes down to Duval next week. They win down there, right. they win the division. But this is a guy that was on the street a couple weeks ago, and you got a high draft pick in Malik Willis. Are they already pulling the plug on that, on that experiment? Because to me, this would seem like a, a perfect opportunity to get Malik Willis more time to figure out what they have, or do they, have they already figured it out? You know, they might be pulling the plug on the season, to be honest with you, Dave. I mean, I, I know that's a big matchup next week, but you're not preparing Malik Willis at all. Uh, and that's kind of weird to me. I yes. mean, we saw Malik Willis in, in preseason, certainly, but this is a game situation against the Dallas Cowboys now. Also, it's illustrating to a lot of people out there, betters, that the game plan uh, is going to be more than condensed uh, out there for Tennessee. I, I think it's handoff left, handoff right, maybe uh, some type of play action pass every now and then. Uh, but they're not putting into, they're not putting a full game plan. Obviously, it's a short week. I get that walkthroughs too. But with a quarterback off the street, you're, you're not going to do what the Rams are doing with Baker Mayfield. I mean, that's not going to happen. So uh, we saw the line move again. But I'm shocked that Vrabel is not trying to fine-tune or tune up, if you will, Malik Willis for that big matchup against Jacksonville uh, uh, later on uh, uh, next week, actually. So, uh, yeah, I, I just don't understand this move right now. All right, Mike, let's look ahead to the weekend. I know you've got some uh, some bets with a couple of these games mm -hmm. here, and one in my neck of the woods being in the Midwest with playoff implications. The Packers taking on the Vikings are looking to get some revenge from the first game of the season. Green Bay went up to three immediately, and now they're over three in several shops. It seems like Green Bay is a popular pick, and honestly, I, I don't disagree with that. The only thing that scares me is now that it's over three. I, I don't know if I'm as tempted because we know how many games fall within a one score and especially a field goal with the Vikings. How do you envision this one to go down in Lambeau? Danny, shout out to Will Hill because uh, he's the one that uh, alerted everybody, uh, at least when I was doing Lombardi line on Tuesday about uh, the possibility that this line goes to three and a half. So get in before the hook. And, and you're right. I mean, I don't know if I would lay the hook. Uh, certainly I got the three. Uh, on Tuesday, so I was happy about that. Uh, you know, I the Packers are are clicking offensively, right? And then it, to to me, it's all about their defense, and and I think their defense from a passing defense standpoint kind of matches up uh, to what Minnesota wants to do. Credit Justin Jefferson for for continuing what Cooper Cup created last year uh, and this offense. I mean, it's been spectacular for Minnesota, but I, I think there's a good matchup out there for Green Bay at home. But I got to ask you, what's going on out here in the desert? We saw the big news of Derek Carr. Not only yeah. you're going to go to Jared Stidham for the last two weeks, 
But what really surprises me is that Derek Carr has now stepped away from the organization, right? Yeah. We've seen Devontae Adams have some interesting comments about maybe why am I there? And certainly with his guy, Derek Carr, now, now being uh, deactivated, if you will, is this going to be a mass exodus for the Raiders in the offseason here? And is Josh McDaniels going to be the last man standing? Well, Dave, they've already turned over the roster uh, in, in a considerable fashion, if you think about it. I mean, they've cut first-rounders. Right. Uh, they've they've made people accountable all year long, you know, cutting offensive linemen if they're not playing well. And, and now, you know, Derek Carr, as of late, has not played well in the month of December. Uh, and so he's being benched. Uh, and, you know, the, the distraction part of it is baffling because the only person he's going to be a distraction to uh, is himself. You know, I, I think his ego got bruised here mm. uh, that he's been benched all the way to inactive. Right. Uh, so that's probably tough to deal with. If you Derek Carr, you've been a, a franchise quarterback for nine years. But you're right. I mean, I, I think the support for Derek Carr went out the window uh, at the beginning of the year. You know, you go a different direction with Ziegler. Uh, and Josh McDaniels, and, and there's no support. You know, I think Derek Carr was auditioning all year long. In fact, we saw him be emotional at the podium a lot mm -hmm. of times, right? I, I think he knew what was at stake. There's no way the Raiders can go in year 10 with Derek Carr if he does not have a playoff win under his belt. Wow. Uh, especially at $40 million guaranteed. So, yeah, I think his days are, are numbered or, in fact, probably over uh, and the Raiders are, are looking to what I believe to to make a splash in, in free agency and perhaps bring a headline quarterback into uh, Las Vegas next year. Hey, Mike, a fascinating game going to be going down with the Dolphins and the Patriots. No Tua Tonga Vailoa. It seems Teddy Bridgewater going to be in the mix. How big of a difference do you have from Teddy B to Tua? Tua certainly has not looked great these past couple of weeks, and it seems like fans are getting fed up. So in terms of the betting angle, what is the difference to you? Well, I think it's huge because Tua is all about timing and rhythm uh, and really getting the ball out. That's that's really helped his accuracy. Teddy is not like that from it comes with, with, you know, with timing and rhythm like Tua. You know, he's got a stronger arm, uh, so we could see some more throws to the outside, uh, and they might uh, utilize his skill set that way, get him out the pocket too. He's kind of mobile that way uh, as opposed to just sitting in the pocket. Uh, but there's a difference that way, right? And, and so – I don't know if we'll see the vertical threat as much either. I mean, Tua, uh, he was challenged in that regard uh, as well. But I, I do see foresee more play action stuff. But the Miami Dolphins, they got to run the football, Danny. And yeah. and that's been a big problem for them all year long. And, and in order to get to that play action and be effective that way, uh, you know, New England, they're just a mess <laughs> offensively. Uh, but then the Dolphins defensively, they don't present uh, a big problem. I, I actually lean towards the Patriots here at mm. home, uh, even though it's three. I'm looking at a three right now. Um, uh, it's, it's difficult, but I, I think if, if the Patriots can eliminate mistakes uh, and then put together a few drives, I think that defense can can hold serve, if you will, with that Miami offense with Teddy Bridgewater. Bitch, you're the best. We love having you on each and every Thursday, my friend. Enjoy the NFL action, the bowl action, and Happy New Year to you, sir. It's always Happy a, New Year. It's, it you, really man. is a privilege to have you on and get your insight each and every week. We appreciate it. It's you. my pleasure, guys, and have a safe and, and merry and happy New Year. I was going to say Merry New Year. But uh, happy merry New, new year. year with Eddie Murphy. <laughs> trading place, Merry Danny, New Year. <laughs> Yeah, take care, Danny. I know. Merry New Year. <laughs> there you, he is, everybody. Check him out on the Football Blitz here on the network. Follow him on Twitter at M.I. Pritchard. Uh, Danny, we got life in this bowl game. I'll explain you to go, you baby. what's going on when we come back next. Big bets here on Beeson, the Sports Betting Network.
VSIN's Big Bets with Dave Ross and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. We've got big news if you're in the great state of Ohio. DraftKings Sportsbook is going to be opening up live in your state in a matter of days, Sunday, January 1st at exactly 12.01 a.m. So what better way to ring in the new year because all new customers are going to receive $200 in free bets when they sign up today. Plus, five lucky customers are going to win a shot at $100,000 with a free bet. So again, if you're one of those five lucky Ohioans, and you, your name gets picked, you're going to have a shot at a free bet of $100,000. Danny Burke, you and I discussed this a little bit yesterday, how we kind of go after this if you're one of those lucky five. But let me make you do it on tonight's game. Now, this is not the stipulation, by the way, if you're in Ohio. You can play it any way Thank you goodness. want. But for us, Danny, for you and I, let's have some fun with this one. You got a $100,000 free bet, but the condition is you got to bet the Cowboy-Titans game today. Do you play the Cowboys at minus $9 so you feel like, all right, I'm not going to maximize my potential here, or do you play 13 and a half and say, I'm rolling with the big boys tonight, and there's a reason why they're that big a favorite now with all the, uh, all the changes for the Titans, or even the total, which is now down to 40. How would you wager that $100,000 if you had to put it on tonight's game? Uh, I, uh, geez, I would just beg and plead to have them let me bet on something else. But in all seriousness, Dave, I think I would have to do something with the total. If I'm going with a side or a total perspective, I get the idea of just making some money on Dallas at minus $9. I get it. I do. But of course you're looking to try to maximize this free bet as much as possible. I wouldn't mm-hmm. like, look, you can't tell just like an average Joe person, you know, or someone who just, got lucky just getting into betting like virtually I'm not saying it's free money but like the Cowboys aren't going to lose tonight let's be honest so you're going to make a chunk of change if you do that so I get it if you're doing it from like what I would actually bet in this game perspective and if I'm going outside of the side in total and we'll probably get to this a little bit more so with all these props I don't hate the idea and people are gonna laugh but I don't hate the idea of Dak Prescott under an interception, meaning like he's not going to throw a pick. Right. And I say that, and I know be, he, what he's on like a six game streak or something. He, he's been horrendous in that regard. But Dave, you, we've talked about this. If the Cowboys get up early, like it's going to be a conservative game plan. They don't need to stress and utilize Dak to make those big throws that he would normally need in some other situations. Everybody would love to jump on the over because you just see the recent trends with Dak Prescott and how much he's been struggling in the turnover category, but Tennessee's depleted. They don't care about this game. They can run the ball with Zeke, with Pollard, make short, secure passes, get the comfort level and confidence back up for Dak instead of forcing him to do stuff he doesn't need to. That's a bet I would consider as well. I think we could see Dak not throw a pick tonight. I love that handicap for multiple reasons. One, if the Cowboys aren't going to be life or death right in this game, we don't expect them to be. That's why it's minus $9 here if you want to take them on the money line. But then again, that theoretically you're looking at about eleven grand is what you'd get for that one hundred thousand dollar wager. So not you're not maximizing your potential there of this free bet here in the great state of Ohio. But you're right about Dak because he shouldn't theoretically be needing to throw it very often, right? So the attempts tonight in that prop watch is twenty nine and a half. I could also look to the under in that sure. because if the Cowboys get up, it's going to be a lot of Zeke. 
It's going to be a lot of Pollard. It's going to be a lot of running, running clock. Let's get out of Tennessee here with a win. And potentially, potentially, if they're up big, you could actually see Cooper Rush come into this game here in that second half. So there's some other ways, Danny, right? To your point about under interceptions, I like that. Maybe under in attempts here, under 30, 29 and a half, that number that the Cowboys are going to look at this thing and say, hey, we want to get the win, put the pressure on Philadelphia, but what can Tennessee really hurt us with? This game, theoretically, should be decided by the end of the third quarter. For sure, yeah. If, if all goes according to plan for Dallas, which it should, if not, they're doing something completely wrong, that should be the feasible outcome for them. And one other thing, too, I, I would have also considered, like, Ezekiel Elliott anytime touchdown, Dave, because I cashed in on that last week, mm. did it a few weeks back, because it's pretty – I mean – you feel bad for people who have Tony Pollard on their fantasy team because he'll do all the work, but they always give it to the bruiser and Zeke when they get to the red zone. He's leading by a pretty comfortable margin over Tony Pollard as Ezekiel Elliott in terms of those red zone snaps. Like literally last week when I cashed on it, I think it was their first or second score. Tony Pollard had two big runs, got him down to the one. Tony's like, no, 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 no. Let me stay out here. They're like, no, we're putting in Zeke. Zeke gets the glory. But Tennessee, uh, the red zone run defense, I believe is one of the best, if not the best in the NFL. So it's a little trickier because of that. But then also at the same time, you're like, well, how much are they going to put effort wise out there? That would be another one I would consider, though, because that has been consistently cashing it. Oh, there it is. And again, at that number here, uh, let's stay with the prop watch here. And again, uh, shout out to, uh, to to Ohio. You need to sign up so you have the opportunity to potentially get your name drawn for those five lucky participants. But again, when you look at this game, Zeke, it's almost two to one anytime touchdown. Oh, but but I'm with you. Yeah, on it was that. like plus one fifteen like last week. So that really adjusted then. I and mean, that's a huge number adjustment, yeah. right? To minus dollar ninety five. You know, two props. One look, Malik Willis eleven to one for the first touchdown anytime touchdown plus two thirty five. Strike that right off your card, kids, because unless there's an injury to Joshua Dobbs, uh, you're not going to see Malik out there, Malik Willis tonight in that game. One other name I do want to bring up though is Hassan Haskins. For Tennessee, anytime touchdown is plus $1.80. If Tennessee is going to score at some point, I'm not looking at Joshua Dobbs to be throwing the ball all over the yard. I could be surprised by that, but I would think Haskins is the one playable number for Tennessee at plus value, plus $1.80, and the Cowboy defense has not been stout against the run. It's one thing they've really struggled uh, with in recent weeks. So potentially, I'm not – I wouldn't look to too many Tennessee Titan props because I don't know how many touchdowns they're going to score, period. But if there was one, Haskins, Danny, to me, is the only playable number at plus $1.80. Do you, do you picking up what I'm putting down there? Yeah, I agree with that. And it's not that we're expecting Tennessee to score a lot, Dave, but for the finite amount of opportunities that they may have, as you stress, are probably not going to rely too much on Dobbs to throw the ball, they're going to take the safe route and that would be handed off. And at that point, if they are scoring with them, could be the second half of the game. The Cowboys could be up double digits and it's kind of like, you're like, all right, you know, have your rushing touchdown on the two yard line. Who cares? <laughs> uh, I like that angle. Yeah. Plus 180, not too bad at all. What do we know a number for Dobbs anytime touchdown? Cause he could be a little bit mobile too. Yeah, not I, that I would do that with a hundred thousand dollars, but <laughs> something to consider if there's value. Perhaps. I haven't seen any yet because again, that news breaking today, uh, right before like an hour before you and I came on the air today, there, I'm sure there will be some that populate before, but you're right. Like, like well, again, I see a six to one at DraftKings for right an anytime now. touchdown. Yeah, for Dobbs. That's yeah. that's not a bad number either because I'm looking at Haskins and or Dobbs because he is mobile. 
And, you know, you can get down there some fluky ways, pass interference in the end zone, uh, that sort of thing to get down to that one. And, again, no, we're not expecting Derrick Henry. He's doubtful with that hip. That's why we're looking at the Haskins side here is an anytime touchdown, a plus dollar 80. But six to one is not a bad number because I, I really don't see the wide receivers. You're throwing it all around the Julius chestnuts of the world uh, to possibly get one for Tennessee. So with this really kind of second string offense that they have, Dobbs might be playable at six to one. Haskins is playable at plus a dollar 80. And again, when you look at those Dak props for tonight, realize that if things go according to script, I would not be surprised that all of a sudden, you know, 228 and a half. I think it's an under. It's playable to the under. Yeah. Is he going to throw two touchdowns? Maybe. But, you know, again, if it goes according to script, I would expect to see Cooper Rush at some point. Interceptions at a half. I'm kind of with Damian. I think you might get, a, like they say in soccer, a clean sheet here. You might get a clean game here from Dak Prescott because what's the incentive to really kind of take those shots into coverage when you don't think you're going to have to, you could kind of feel play that vanilla game here and maybe for the Cowboys, get, get out of Dodge, put pressure on the Eagles. To that end, if you're looking at the Eagles against the Saints, and right now that number still resides right around seven, would you be looking to the Eagles and, and maybe playing this number now? Because, again, I just want to point out that Jalen Hurts did practice today. If Jalen Hurts, before we get to kickoff, is playing – where is this number going to go? 10? Like, how high do you think that number could adjust if Gardner Minshew is out and Jalen Hurts is in? I think it probably will go to like, I don't know, maybe like nine and a half and maybe eventually get to 10, maybe not. But let's be honest, Dave, I don't think Gardner Minshew is that big of a drop off. No. I mean, he is arguably the best backup quarterback in the NFL. He could be a star. You should be better than Russell Wilson this year. I don't think oh, yeah. there's any disputing that better than a lot of quarterbacks, better than anybody on the Texans. Better than Sam Darnold on the Panthers. I, there's a lot of guys that he's better than up to this point. So on it. Well, also, I don't like we just heard reports that like Hertz may not even like might make it to the playoff game. And now he's practicing. So it's kind of all over the place. I think if you're the Eagles, you're fine with not risking Hertz and playing Gardner Minshew. But nevertheless, I think I would consider teasing down the Eagles regardless of who the quarterback is, especially if you do think it's going to be Hertz and that line shoots up. Take advantage of the better number now because I think you're going to be safe whether it's Gardner or whether it's Jalen Hurts. Uh, excellent, excellent point there that maybe the teaser option is the better way to go find a dance partner with the Eagles while you still have the opportunity at six and a half. Tease them down to an Al Davis just win baby game at a half point if you can find that dance partner. Hey, when we come back, let's talk more NFL and also some adjusted numbers here as we've hit halftime of our first bowl game of the day. Come on back. It is Big Bets here on VCN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. 
he says, somebody's in the house. And I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. VSIN's Big Bets with Dave Ross and Amal Shaw on VSIN. The Sports Betting Network. The countdown to 2023 has started, and Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook has you covered to start off the new year with a bang. Join Bet Rivers on both New Year's Eve and New Year's Day to ring in 2023. You log on to BetRivers.com, download the Bet Rivers app on December 31st, you're going to receive a 22% profit boost. Now that's pretty good. But then you log in the next day, January 1st, 2023, 23% profit boost on any qualifying wager. That's right. Celebrate with Bet Rivers. Get not one, but two profit boosts. It is a whole new game. A lot of fun here with Danny Burke. He is in Chicago. I am Dave Ross here in Las Vegas. Let's get to our pro tip here for hour number two, Danny. And it comes to something that you just said, and I thought it was a great point, that sometimes information is key. And we see these reports out there that Jalen Hurts practiced today with the Eagles. Now, while that number, and we are, it's not confirmed that he's going to play, but you made the excellent point that really, what's the drop-off with Gardner Minshew? So if Hurts does play, this number will shoot over that key number of seven, probably over the key number of eight. And right now you have the opportunity to tease the Eagles down to, say, a half point, where it's just as long as they don't tie in overtime and the Eagles win and wrap up, they have a lot of incentive to do so to wrap up the NFC East, wrap up the number one seed in the conference, that this is a big game for them. So we don't know that Jalen Hurts is going to play. But if he doesn't, you still get a really good opportunity to tease this number down now to just a half, Danny. I think it's an excellent way to handicap this if you don't want to lay the bigger number of six and a half today. For sure. And it's not only just because that there's, in my opinion, at least the minimal drop off between Hertz and Minshew, not saying that minimal. I mean, like the betting market's certainly going to move, but in terms of how I perceive it, I think there's value with Gardner Minshew because it's not that significant of a difference in my eyes. You also have to consider this Philadelphia defense, Dave. Now, granted, they didn't look amazing against the Cowboys last week. But Philadelphia was virtually the right side that entire game, it felt like. And that was a big piece for people wanting to back them Mm -hmm. against Dallas. They have arguably the top pass defense in the NFL. I think they had the most sacks, most takeaways. And they've just done a tremendous job of that. And they have slowly, incrementally been improving against the run. You can get by with, if it's Gardner, if it's Jalen Hurts, to just win the game outright. 
against the Saints. I mean, if you're still throwing Andy Dalton back there, come on. I mean, how is Jameis not playing? How is Taysom? Dave, you just get a lick of pressure on this guy, and he's flustered, and he doesn't know what to do. I mean, we know from being here in Chicago when oh, he yeah. played, we've seen when obviously he was with the Bengals, but why do you still have him out there? He does not present you opportunities to win. Alvin Kamara hasn't been as dynamic as he has been in seasons past. The defense has slightly regressed. Dennis Allen is arguably even deserving to be a head coach at this point. So that's why, regardless of who the quarterback is, the Saints are a poor enough opponent. The Eagles have a good enough defense to where you could tease them down and feel secure about them just winning outright. That's a great, great way to handicap this game. And again, that's the pro tip for our number two, rely on that information, but again, you're still getting the best of the number now. If you're on the Eagles' side here with this news that Jalen Hurts did practice, potentially could be a go come Sunday. So that is a pro tip for hour number two. Again, as a VEASAN Pro subscriber, you have access to up to 20 pro tips a day across the VEASAN spectrum. You can go to VEASAN.com, sort those out by show and or by sport. Okay, before we get to the uh, end of this show here, Danny, I want to look at the Syracuse-Minnesota game now. 14-7. Syracuse scores right before the end of the first half. They were down 14-0. And now I look at the live adjusted numbers, and they're basically back to where they were before the game began. Syracuse was getting 11. Now it's 10.5. The total was 45, a little bit lower, at 42.5. After what we've seen through those first 15 minutes of football, any changes or if you've got a pre-flop position on either Minnesota and Syracuse, you just stand pat because the numbers really haven't changed that much here with a game that's still in the balance with just a seven-point difference. Yeah, coming into this one, I told you I leaned with Minnesota but didn't like the pre-flop spot in the double digits and would wait for an in-game effort. But, you know, there's nothing that stands out too much in in the box score here. I, I mean, look, Syracuse is out past Minnesota. Uh, they're only, what, eight yards, nine yards behind in terms of rushing. Minnesota's only getting two and a half yards per carry, and that's been their bread and butter when the lack of passing has been present, which has virtually been in every game this season. So, Dave, I, I don't see a feasible bet for at least my position liking Minnesota, but now someone like you who likes Syracuse, however, you already invested a couple of oh, times yeah. over, but someone who may have liked the idea of backing the orange didn't do it hey, maybe that's a signal that, well, Minnesota, yeah, they're 14-7, but it isn't necessarily an impressive or dominating touchdown lead, right? Syracuse had opportunities to take advantage of. They just didn't do it because who the heck knows why you didn't do it, but maybe they'll realize going into the second half, hey, we're in this. We got to be more aggressive. If we were, we would probably be tied in this game or maybe down by four. So if you can bank on them, and that's a big thing to bank on based on what we saw, them to take those chances – I would I would understand the side of taking the points with the Cubes going into the second half, Dave. Absolutely. And again, I, my six and a half comes up short in the first half by a hook. But again, I did hop in when they were down 14, nothing got 13 and a half points here. So I've got a pre-flop position of 11 on Cubes and a second one on 13 and a half. And I like that position where they are, because again, I felt like the numbers bear it out here. As you pointed out, Danny, in the first half, they were on par with Minnesota. Minnesota made it some, some big plays in the passing game. They're back to their backup quarterback, Tanner Morgan here in the second half. So maybe something to think about here as they get ready to kick off the second half of the pinstripe ball. Let's go through the rest of these bowl games. And again, kind of reiterating what we talked about a little bit in the first uh, hour of this show, but in case you're just joining us now, Oklahoma against Florida state. Big number here. Going to lay the 10 with Florida State, or you want to take the 10 with Boomer Sooner here. That total of 65 and a half. We talked to Mike Pritchard about preparation for some of these games. Danny, I think you and I both like this as one of those 
that we lean towards Florida State, but maybe wait for an in-game and see how that first quarter plays out again to see if you can get the better of the number instead of laying double digits. Exactly that. I do think Florida State is the right side, but at 10, it scares me a little bit because Dylan Gabriel can create some magic on the offensive side, especially late in the game. If they do have that, I don't know, say 17 point lead. And then, well, you're a little bit lackadaisical on the defense and he sneaks in the backdoor cover. I mean, Oklahoma and why they're not the right side in my estimation is their defense. It's been an issue the entire season. It's that, and you have players opting out of this game, whereas Florida State is virtually at their strongest height right now, really didn't lose any anybody, but Oklahoma is allowing over 450 total yards of offense to opponents. Florida State on the other side, just 307. Hmm. Now we know Oklahoma loves to pass the ball. Florida State limiting opponents to just 159 passing yards per game. The Seminoles offensively themselves can really dominate and control it by running the ball and they could do it against the Oklahoma run defense that is surrendering about a buck 90 on the ground effort. I think Norvell clearly has a coaching advantage. They have the momentum. They have the better group all around. So even if Oklahoma does make it a little dicey, Florida State should find a way to come out on top. And hopefully we can get a better number at some point to capitalize on. Now, Danny, my dad taught me eons ago, never bet with your heart, bet with your head. This Syracuse game is a bit of a heart pick, but my head pick is with Washington today against yeah. Texas. And we talked about this in kind of the angles for this game. And I do. I love the Huskies. I, I get nervous to how much I like them in this spot. I, I got them in a money line play. I got them in a plus $1.35. It's now down to a plus $1.30 as that numbers come down from three and a half to three. But we talked about it with Michael Penix and motivational factors, opt-outs for Texas on the other side. I think we're going to get the offense that, that we're expecting to get, but I'd really be surprised if Texas's defense can figure out a way to slow down Michael Penix Jr. Yeah, I'm going to end up on Washington here with you, Dave. So you and I will be sweating this bad All boy right, out. Let's go, Danny. <laughs> I'm with you, though. I mean, the numbers really don't lie when you're looking at this game. And you add the motivational factor, the opt-out, all those things that you want to put into your formula that Josh Applebaum stressed. How do you not look to take the points with Washington? I think Penix Jr. right now has the advantage over Ewers. I know the ceiling for Quinn Ewers is much, much higher, but based on what we've seen in him having the reps and consistency, it aids on the side of Washington. And with Texas, a lot of the big games they won and the reason that they were able to get that offensive success was Bijan Robinson, who is now gone. So now you don't have a reliable running back in this situation to get a momentum or a rhythm kind of established early on. Well, if you're trailing already, then immediately to Washington in their amazing passing offense, then you immediately have to rely on yours. And he's probably going to be vulnerable to making a mistake or two. So again, coaching advantage also goes with Washington. Washington, you're giving me three points. I think it's too hard to pass up, Dave. i uh, got about a minute to go here, Danny, before I wrap up this edition. Very quickly, the Cowboy number has reached 14. I'm seeing 14s out there. The big shocking Ugh. news before we started the show, Malik Willis will not be getting the start. Joshua Dobbs very quickly again. We're kind of looking for a sleeper-type game tonight, right? That Dallas just wants to win and kind of get out of there without any injuries. Yeah, I think you're playing the full game under if you want to do anything with the side or the total. Or, realistically, I might end up a little piece like we talked about earlier too, Dave, is that Dak Prescott uh, to throw no interceptions in this game. I think that could be a viable play if you're searching for something too. All right, so if you got to get down on that Thursday night game, maybe look to some of those those prop sides as well. Hey, Danny, it's been a real pleasure having you the last couple of days. Appreciate you as always, my friend. Uh, again, uh, we're going to have them all back in here, but uh, happy holidays and happy new year to you, sir. 
Yeah, happy new year to all you guys. Appreciate it, Dave. A lot of fun. Yeah, it's great. Danny Burke again, everybody. Check him out across the network. Uh, don't go anywhere. The final countdown coming up next here on Visa and the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month no matter what kind of entertainment you love addicted to true crime catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on a e crime central crave adventure explore asian action movies on hayah searching for something extreme check out skating snowboarding and more on fuel tv plus the global home of action sports and find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's hit nation playlist there's new free shows and movies to love every week say free this week in your xfinity voice remote getting ready to take on spring Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.